Psalm 69. And we're just going to be looking at verses 30 to 33. What we just sang was a little bit more than that. But Psalm 69, verses 30 to 33 is what we're going to focus on this morning. So this is our Thanksgiving service. And the main thing that we want to do during the service today is to give everyone opportunity to give thanks to God. But in order to help us, just to kind of think about what God says about giving thanks, we're going to look at these four verses this morning. And I'll be brief. I'm going to keep it to 15 minutes or less this morning. But I think it's good for us to hear what God has to say so that our thanksgiving is coming in response to God this morning. So let's look at these verses, Psalm 69, verses 30 to 33, and we're going to see three simple points about thanksgiving. Starting in verse 30. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. This will please the Lord more than an ox or a bull with horns and hoofs. When the humble see it, they will be glad. You who seek God, let your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the needy and does not despise his own people who are prisoners. All right, so to to start with, let's just look at verse 30. And here we will see that thanksgiving magnifies God. Thanksgiving magnifies God. So in this verse, David says that he will praise God with a song. This is one of the main reasons that we sing together as a church. And this is not some minor theme of Scripture either. God's people are a singing people. If you find yourself gathering with God's people while they sing, and you're not singing, you should ask yourself, why? Why am I not singing? What's wrong with my heart? What's wrong with my mind that I'm not joining in with God's people to sing? It confounds me to see people who spend more time whispering to each other or reading or looking at their phone instead of singing. When this is something that God has over and over and over instructed his people to do. And I'm not trying to be legalistic about it. Of course, there are things that interrupt our singing, and that's okay. Somebody has an emergency you need to respond to. Your child needs attention. What I'm talking about is our disposition. Are you eager to sing with God's people? Do you believe what Scripture says that Jesus has done for you? Are you grateful? Well, it's not my style of music. I'm not a good singer. So what? God calls us to obedience. And to obedience with joyfulness. Learn to sing. He calls us to sing praise and so we sing. David also says in this verse that he will magnify God with thanksgiving. What does it mean to magnify something? Elijah, come up here. I'm going to ask for your help. Uh, Could you take these around and maybe give one to everybody below your youth class? So elementary on down. They're all the same, so just reach in the bag and grab one. Okay? All right, so you guys have magnifying glasses coming around. So let me ask you the question while those are being passed out. What does it mean to magnify something? Go ahead and, we'll be informal this morning. Go ahead and give me an answer. Somebody tell me, what does it mean to magnify something? Enlarge it, right, to enlarge it. So you guys are getting your magnifying glasses. I want you to take your magnifying glass 
and look through it at your finger. Okay, look through the magnifying glass at your finger. Look at your fingernail. Look at your fingerprints. Do you know what your fingerprints are? On this part, all the little swirls. Okay, look at your fingerprints. Thanks. Did everybody get one? Okay. Okay, so as you're looking at your finger, did the, make, did the magnifying glass make your finger bigger? What do you think? You're smiling. You know, it's a trick question, you think. <laughs> yeah, okay, let me ask the question a little different way. Did the magnifying glass really make your finger bigger, or did it make your finger appear bigger? Yeah, it makes it appear bigger, doesn't it? It helps you to see it better. When we offer thanksgiving to God, it doesn't make God bigger. Right? We, we could never do that. Our thanksgiving magnifies God. That doesn't mean it makes God bigger. It just makes him appear bigger to us and to the people around us because it's helping us to see him more clearly, to see him better. It's helping our eyes out. John Calvin said this. He said, God is here said to be magnified, not because any addition can be made to his dignity and glory, which are infinite, but because by our praises, his name is exalted among men. So our thanksgiving is like inviting someone else to look through our magnifying glass to see something special about God. God hasn't changed, but we've seen something about him that we're thankful for. And when people hear us thank him, they're invited to see the same thing about God too. So thanksgiving magnifies God. All right, let's take a look at the next verse, verse 31. And here we'll see that thanksgiving pleases God. It pleases God. The way that David says this is that thanksgiving pleases God more than an offering of a bull or ox. And he says specifically, a bull or ox with horns and hoofs. That's a way of saying that it's a grown animal with a lot of value. Okay? An animal like this would be a significant, valuable sacrifice. But David got, says that God would be more pleased with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving pleases God. God isn't simply pleased with things. God doesn't need anything from us. He already owns it all. So the thing itself isn't what pleases him. And it isn't simply the obedience that he wants either, though obedience is a good thing. What God really wants is our hearts. He wants our love. He wants us to praise him with thanksgiving because our hearts are truly full with thankfulness. Let's take a very simple example, okay? Household chores, like cleaning up after dinner. So kids, if dad or mom tell you what part of the dinner cleanup they want you to do, and you do it, is that a good thing? Yes, that's a good thing. That's obedience. What if you do it, but you're grumbling and complaining the whole time? Is that still a good thing? 
well, it's still helpful that the job got done, but at the same time, it's kind of miserable for your parents. There's tension and unhappiness, and that takes away from the benefit of the job being done. But what if at the end of, your, of the meal, you told your mom, Mom, why don't you go sit down in the living room? I'll take care of the cleanup. And what if you said that you wanted to do that because you were thankful for her hard work in making the meal? Thanks for taking the time to make that meal for us, Mom. I'd like to do the cleanup for you. Well, now the cleanup job gets done, just the same as if you were complaining while you did it. But it's a huge difference when that help comes because you're thankful. And David says in this verse that our thankfulness pleases God even more than just simple obedience or sacrifice. Thanksgiving pleases God. Then in the last two verses, verses 32 and 33, we see that thanksgiving commends God. And what I mean by that is, thanksgiving serves as a recommendation to others that they trust God. Thanksgiving commends God to others. So David is giving thanksgiving to God. And when the humble see that thanksgiving, David says, they will be glad. It will bring them joy to hear David's praise of God. So hearing the thanksgiving of others has a life-giving effect on believers. It turns our attention to him. It commends God to us as the source of joy and hope. And the testimony of David here is that the Lord hears the needy and responds to his people. Since David's prayers have been heard, your prayers can be heard too. So David commends God to you. And the means by which he commends God to us is by his offering of thanksgiving to God. If you have a need and you're looking for a solution, where do you turn? Or if you're considering buying something that will meet a need, or finding a repairman that you need to fix something. Where do you look? Well, most of us will ask someone that we trust. Hey, where would you go to get this fixed? Uh, would you buy something like this? And that person will often give us a recommendation. They will commend someone to us. Or if you're looking for a product or service online, you may read the reviews. What do other people think of this? Did it work? Does it meet the need that I have? Well, God is not a product or a service, but the point here is that David is giving us a review. God answered his prayers. And David's review or commendation comes in the form of thanksgiving. David offers thanksgiving to God, and as believers hear that thanksgiving, it commends God to them. You have a need? You're struggling with something? You need deliverance? Turn to God. David did, and now he's thanking God for his deliverance. So thanksgiving commends God. So what have we seen in these verses? Thanksgiving magnifies God. Thanksgiving pleases God. And thanksgiving commends God. So now what? What do we do? Well, it should be pretty obvious at this point how we put this into practice. There's two parts. First, give thanks. Respond to what God has done for you by giving him thanks. And not just privately, but publicly. 
if thanksgiving is going to magnify God, if it's going to commend God to others, then it has to be public. So this morning, give thanks. And second, hear the church give thanks. Listen this morning to the thanksgiving that's offered by the church. Let it magnify God to your heart and mind. Let it commend God to you. And as we do that together this morning, may God be pleased with our thanksgiving.